Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Horror on the Orient Express Sure Excellent. Uh, oh, Max, you had some malfunction questions, didn't you? Uh, yes. On uh, those. I, you know, I was going to pull just the same caliber malfunction, but I figured since they gave you special stats, might as well just get the actual um, stats from you. Yeah, I think I just, I just pulled them from the table as well. So uh, the shotgun has a... 10, 20, 50 range. Right. Uh, malfunction 100. And the revolver can be range 15, also malfunction 100. Okay. Um, right, let's get this into order. Okay, are we recording? We are. Excellent. Um, does anyone want to do a recap from last session? All dead. Or insane. <laughs> or insane. Probably dead. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, everything was going along fine in the little cave, and then we tried to leave, and that was a mistake. <laughs> we uh we found a pyramid of bones, we found the head. Um and there was a little bit of intra party uh miscommunication that, that resulted in some uh uh family family violence. Some man's laughter. Peter was being very uncooperative. Stubborn. stubborn Zelda was doubt. being crazy. <laughs> um, and then we don't know what happened. Yeah. Well, Jasmina. Hmm. Yes. You. You suddenly find yourself in a dark cave. Okay. And you're lying on the floor. Yeah. And your clothes are all torn. And you're covered in slimy mud. And you feel that your your face and your hands, the skin is all scraped on them. You can't see anything. It's 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 pitch black. Oh, that's not good. And the thing that you think you think you you fell unconscious, you were you were out of it for a while. But mm-hmm. you heard a large explosion in the distance that made the caves rumble. Hmm. Um, well, I think I would like to see if, um, if my pocketbook still has a cigarette lighter in it. Make a luck roll. Uh, so I fumble around. I, I don't find my cigarette lighter. Um, you, you see something. You see something in the distance. Some light? You see a, you see a tiny little point of light. 
Um, I will feel around also for my uh, revolver, which I feel like was probably in my hand when I started running, and who knows what has happened to it <laughs> since. Um, make a roll. Make a D100 roll. All right. 23. Mm. It's not really spot hidden because there's, there's nothing to spot, but you, you scrabble around in the uh, floor of the cavern for a bit. Make a luck roll as well. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yep, I do that. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> uh, zero nine. Yeah, you, you, you find a, you find a revolver. All right. Um, how am I feeling? I guess physically, aside from being scraped up a bit, I'm I'm doing all right. You've you've been a lot better. I've been better. Okay. Um, well, I will um, tuck the revolver in my uh, my belt. I guess I don't know exactly what I'm wearing for this adventure, but <laughs> hopefully something practical. <laughs> and. Uh, Stand up slowly and that, very that, that, slowly with my huh? Does that work? I was going to say okay. you 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 can you can stand up. It's just everything seems a bit. You feel dizzy. Things spin yeah. a bit. You don't quite remember what what happened in the cave. You remember running. Mm-hmm. You're not entirely sure what you were running from. No, it's just a a blankness in your memory. But there's some light in the distance. There's some light in the distance. So I think uh, arms outstretched, I will start walking slowly, mm-hmm. stumbling, tripling towards yeah. the light. Okay. You do that, and you you go down this, this narrow, windy corridor, and eventually you see, you see a shaft of sunlight mm. come in through... From a hole, wonderful, quite far above you. Uh, can I see anything? Am I in a big room? Am I still in a, uh, a you're tunnel? In a, you're, you're in a tunnel, and you just above you, you see, you see daylight. Um, I will uh, shoot my revolver a couple times up through the uh, ceiling there. Okay. The Make uh, make make two rolls then. If you're going to fire twice, just tell me whether you botch or not. Fifty-four and oh three. I might okay. be able to bring down dinner with that second one. <laughs> you fire you fire some shots. Um, it's it's a very narrow hole. You can already see from here. You wouldn't be able to fit through. Okay. Uh, and it's way high. I couldn't reach it in any case. You don't think so? Not without sort of specialist climbing equipment. So I'm in a I'm in a hallway, and it has a very tall ceiling. Or I'm now in a big room. Or sorry, yeah, it's just sort of at the end of a the 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 the, the tunnel has come to an end, and mm-hmm. there's a there's sort of crack above you, and a okay. narrow passageway. And there's no way I can. Make there's, a, no way. there's there's a way you can make a listen roll. Yep, I definitely was going to listen. Um, that was my next plan. Uh, I will burn four 
luck to make that a success. Okay. You hear something. Something scrabbling its way towards you. From behind, from where I came from? From the direction you came from. Uh, I will turn around with my gun drawn and peer in that direction. <laughs> with my eye. It's very hard to see. You sort of got this you got this this pillar of light that's that's illuminating the area around you. And the darkness is just where you came from. I will step through the light so that it's behind me. Okay. And stay against the wall if I can. Mm-hmm. And peer down the hall. I don't have to squint, which is nice. <laughs> A figure is coming towards you. Hello? I will say in, um, probably in um, Serbo-Croat. You hear an animal-like shriek emanate from this thing as it starts to dart towards you. Oh, I'll try to shoot it. That seems not good. Okay, make a uh, make a roll. Yeah. Uh, Fifty four is a regular success. Okay, roll some damage. Four. Okay. It sort of staggers a bit, but keeps coming. And as it gets as it gets close enough that there's a bit of residual light that sort of illuminates it you see it's got it's got hideous fangs and claws and it does not look human make sanity roll not a chance no way <laughs> i guess there was a chance but as it lunges for you yeah yep. it lunges for you and as it does so you see you see the the sort of you know there's there's a large column of direct sunlight, but there's mm. also a bit of uh, scattered light and as you see some of this light hits the creature, you see its its flesh seems to to smoke and burn mm. and it recoils back into the darkness. I will stand in the sunlight. Um, how much sand did you want me to lose? <laughs> well, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. matter. I'm insane. <laughs> As yeah. you realize that you can't really leave this this um, this circle of light, mm-hmm. which gives you at most until sundown. As you realize there's no escape for you. Oh, excellent. So I will shoot it a few more times and probably maybe a couple of bullets in your revolver. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's, she's insane, so I don't actually know how she's going to go, but, um, (laughs) I think she will, uh, I think she may, um, She's been fighting the whole time, so I think she's going to try to kill this thing and then eventually head out into the darkness and get killed rather than okay. um, 
shoot herself. And we fade to black on Jasmina as she fires her revolver several more times until it starts click, click. Oh. Or Jasmina. I think you can retire her now. I think I can, yeah. <laughs> I think we can move her into the archives. <laughs> Uh. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Major Vassil, Toma, and Yan. All right, man. Let's get this <laughs> this head Wait, out of here. It's Wait, important sir, for the sir. other people. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's wait. what he's saying already. That's what he thinks face. he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, you three, you're not entirely sure what's what's happened. You're at the moment. You're you're driving. You're in your van. It's almost. You look around, Major, and you see you see two of your men beside you in the truck. One of them's grasping a statue head in his hands. You look you look behind you into the truck and your other men, they're not there. The people you were with, they're not there. You're not sure how long you've been driving for. What what happened? What happened in those caves? You you remember you went down there? Remember a battle. There were there were things, there were creatures. Can you remember them? Make an idea roll. I I don't think so. Nope. Uh I pass, so poor lady. <laughs> you pass your idea roll? Yep. <laughs> Make a sanity roll. And of course, it's a zero five. Okay. Um, the others, uh, Tomo and Yan, also make sanity rolls as you sort of start to piece together some of what happened in that cave. Nope. Sanity success. If you fail, lose lose um one d four. I've already I've already factored in some sanity loss for your characters. Okay, so four. <laughs> nice. Uh, off to a good start, Toma. Um, what what was all that, Major? Who those people and those those things? What what's going on here? And the mayor just looks around. Trying to make some sense of the scene. I don't know, but we, we are alive. That's what is important. Uh, you remember you remember running. You remember you remember emerging into daylight. Glorious daylight. And the things the things behind you. Some of them some of them emerged with you. And one of them 
just burst into flame. And then the others, the others retreated back into the cave, hissing. We 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 need to we need to close this this cave forever. Mm. You did though. You re- you remember. Mm. You you remember you remember packing the dynamite around the cave. There's a vast explosion, and you collapse the entrance. Oh, that's good. We already did. Uh. <clears throat> Sorry, what's Max's character's name? Jan. Jan. But what is that thing Jan is holding, Major? Where'd you get that? <laughs> <I'd>... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't... Jan, you, you can't think straight. You've, you, your head is just in... It's worst headache of your life. I don't remember. Do I remember seeing oh, them running with the head? Oh, my head... Yes, you remember someone grabbed the head and ran. Yeah. Can you all make a party luck roll? Mine is 75. Yep, 75. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, how fortuitous. Let me roll. 94. <laughs> <sighs> Toma, you look down into your hand, and you're holding something. It's a strange stone knife. And this somehow feels right in your hands. Well, this is an awfully nice knife. (laughs) This is just remarkably strange, Major. What is going on here? Yes, I, I do say, Major. I, what is going on? We need some direction. Well, uh, clearly we we're shocked, you know, by whatever happened in that cave. But we are now safe. So I'll say let's let's go back to base and let's kind of uh, recover. Our sanity, and uh, you know, and uh, I look around for the rest of my men. Where is everyone else? Everyone else? Well, where are they? And we I, we lost them. You. We lost. I don't. I don't think they made it, Major. We lost them for a good cause. A good cause. Damn it. We lost our friends. How do you know that was a good cause, Major? We don't even know what was going on there. We, some, we had an idea, some statue right? and a, 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 a knife. We, we had an idea of what we were chasing, right? We were chasing the bad guys. We were uh, killing everyone. Uh, that's how we run into the, the group. Um, I remember. We were still after that damn cult you've been talking about for years. Right, right. But, but there was no cult there, only death. Well, that was the source of the cult. You saw all those cultists lying around. They got what they deserve. 
And those those people who were they wanted Yon they wanted that head Yon has or something. Were were they part of the cult? They looks like they just started killing each other. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I think they they went mad. That's what happened. What's the name of your character, Jim? Uh, Toma. Toma Genoff. Toma. Well, I think I think that head is 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 evil. We should just pitch it into the lake and be done with this nonsense. <laughs> no, no, no. We we need to gather these these things and uh, when there more of these people. Yes, I, I believe, uh, back at the hotel. Oh, and actually, okay, so this is the major that um, I had talked to slash been driving with prior Mayor, to, after the, after the library, right? Or Mayor the museum? Ba- Basil. Mayor Basil. Yeah, the policeman who came and helped us like helped he tried to block yes. yep. he tried right. to block the uh, the cultist from getting away and got his car smashed yes right uh, okay so he does know uh, I'll say uh, be, let's, before we go to headquarters let's let's go and and talk to to the one that was left at the hotel Let's, let's take it to headquarters and we'll figure out what to do next. Uh, I have a lot of uh, letters to send these poor men families. <clears throat> I don't envy you writing up this report, sir. All right. <laughs> well, Major, you know, you know, for the last three years, you've, you've more or less been operating outside the usual channels. Yeah, so no report? (laughs) (laughs) No report. (laughs) Just letters. He was killed in an unfortunate training exercise. Yeah. (laughs) Accident. So, (laughs) as you continue to drive back into Sofia, Jean-Paul. Yes. You are standing on the platform at Sofia. Ah. Just disembarked from the Orient Express. <clears throat> you have a you have an address of a hotel where I believe your comrades are staying. Well, I will uh, uh, head toward the taxi. <clears throat> excuse me, with my uh, man carrying the bags, and uh, get a ride to the hotel. Okay. What's your uh, what's your servant called? Henri Dubuff. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, a quick question for you, if I may, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it still Friday, the ninth of February? <laughs> or were the were we in the caves like all night? You, it's gone on to Saturday. You're not entirely sure. <laughs> well, I assume Jean-Paul would be sure when he's getting to it. <laughs> for, Jean, for Jean-Paul, it is, it is Friday. 
Fair enough. <clears throat> so, uh, daytime, I presume. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, Late uh, morning, and you make your way to the hotel. And who are you asking for? Well, that's a mighty good question. Is this person uh, here? No. <laughs> Is this person here? <laughs> no. Is this person here? No. <laughs> Eventually, I, I will. Uh, I, I will uh, luck onto Lloyd. I'm sure, since I uh, traveled with him for quite a while. Ah, uh, Mr. Edwards. Yes, uh, he is in room four two seven. Ah, excellent, uh, Henri. If you could uh, take the things up to the room, I'll go look for uh, for Mr. Edwards. Yes, sir. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I will go and knock, knock on room 427. Uh, okay. H Hello? Lloyd? Is, is that Jean-Paul? Yes, yes. Oh, wait a second, wait a second. You hear locks being unlocked and bits of furniture being dragged out of the way. <laughs> Eventually, you see a, a rather more um, grim-looking Lloyd than you've seen in the past. Looks like he's lost weight. His cheeks ah. are sunk and his, his eyes heavy, dark bags under them. Lloyd, you, you don't look well. What, what has been happening? Well, no. Neither do you. My goodness. No, when I'm we, afraid... When we left you, you were half-dead. Yes, well, it will take me a while to, to regain my, my former girth, I'm, but I'm sure it will come in time. You see, you see in the middle of the room a familiar-looking trunk and almost looks as if someone has been sitting and staring at the pieces within. Mm, it's open? Mm-hmm. Ah, well, I will definitely wander over there. <laughs> How many pieces were there when you last uh, saw this I trunk? Think there's only that just we only would have been around for finding one of them. Mm. Yes, I think there may only be one more limb. Uh, maybe two more. Anyway, you see, um, you see two arms, two legs, and a torso. Ah, Lloyd, looks like the uh, the group has been meeting with success. Well, yeah. the, the, the others are on the trail of the head. That's, that's where they are now. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yes. Well, they've been gone all night um, oh. to drive into the mountains, apparently. Oh, I see. Well, better, better them than local, me. Local police. We're working we, with we the have, police We have some now. new allies now. Well, uh, I'm not entirely sure, but it seems there's some kind of undercover or covert group. They don't seem to fit into the, the normal chain of command. Ah, I see. 
I see. So what uh, what has been happening these past few few weeks? And he enters exposition mode. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Um, Major and others, did you say you're going to head to the hotel first? I think that's what the order yeah. that the Major had was. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just doing what he says. Uh, gather the the survivor from the other group and take him with us to headquarters to make some sense of what just happened. Okay. Let's uh, let's cut straight to you knocking on the door of four two seven. Quick question, Jonathan. Um, yes. Has Lloyd talked to the mayor before? I don't recall. Yes. I think he did, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hello? So, uh, it's Lloyd's room. I'm going to assume he answers and lets the major in. <laughs> yep. Uh, you see Lloyd opens the door, and, well, Jean-Paul, you see... Three Bulgarian police officers. They look, well, they look frankly terrible. Their, their their uniforms are all covered in dirt and uh, mud and blood splatter. Entirely possible. <laughs> uh, I will I will greet them in 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 French. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Don't know if any of them speak French, but uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Lloyd addresses them in English. Ah, come in, come in. Where, where, where are the others? I, I have bad news. So let's close the door and let's have a quick conversation. Yes. And uh, you guys subtly, and, subtly and, opens the window. Well, and and Lloyd and Jean Paul would see that uh, Jan is carrying the head. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I will tell them how none of the others survived, and what I, what we kind of figure out what happened back in the cave, and that uh, these were the things that we were able to take out of from the cave. Um, and these things seem important for their companions, so we want to know more. A major. Come, come, come here for, uh, and I will bring him over to the trunk, and I will uh, say it's a, uh, it's a very, very long story. I, I think we should send for, uh, for a bottle or two for for us, and then uh, please sit, and we will, we will fill you in. It's a little crazy. So this is uh, the final piece of the puzzle, it seems. I put the head down. This is the well. It's uh, it's most of the puzzle. Hmm. We still need to. I guess we still hmm. need to figure out what to do with it. <laughs> 
So you you place the head down and you feel you feel somewhat of an urge to to lay it out and place the pieces. Um, I definitely like to reach the urge. <laughs> <laughs> you can try. Make a power right. roll. Mm, not so much. <laughs> Start moving them around. Mm. And you each of you each of you stands in front of the statue and those of you who haven't really seen it before you can see the the strange repeated patterns. And it always seems to seems to change in front of you, you see it. You see it sort of morph and take on your own individual likeness. Make a sanity roll as you as you get this impression. So we see it uh, matching ourselves. Oh. We don't also see it matching anyone else, right? Yeah. Success. Fail on the sand. Oh, and John, for that first sand, um, mm-hmm. was there any, for a success, was there any loss uh, in the van? Yeah, one, one. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, for a success here, one, for a failure, uh, 1d2. Uh, that's a success for Toma. Jean-Paul loses two. And each of you sort of just has this this strange urge to reach out and touch a piece major you you reach out and you you sort of caress the torso slightly yan you already feel this you feel this attachment to the head it's it's in my head it's in your head <coughs> toma you you stroke one of the arms. Jean-Paul, you reach out for one of the legs. And Gary, Gary, Lloyd, <laughs> reaches out <laughs> for one of the legs as well. That's quite a Quite an amazing statue, as you can see, Major. It is something special, I can see. As I caress the the chest. As you do so, Major, you, you feel your you feel your angina acting up again. <laughs> feel a pain in your chest that somehow lessened as you I let it go touch the touch the piece as you let go you feel the ache intensify Toma your old gammy knee oh no you, you had an arm your, <laughs> your 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 right shoulder that 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 injury you never quite got over from 
years ago. Burns again. Jean-Paul, your knee that's never quite been right aches greater intensity. And you will you'll realise that the pain would be gone if you wore the statue. <laughs> Does that make Major, it... I think you should put this on. You have no idea how to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, this this statue is a uh, an ancient an ancient evil, um, and I'm sure it's talking to you all like it's talking to me. But we need to be careful. We need to resist it. This our our entire mission these these past months has been to destroy this this creation. So we have brought the pieces together so that we may perform a rite that will get rid of it for once and for all. I, uh, I would like to caution you, caution you all. Well, can we, can we do that here and be done with this? <sighs> I believe when I, when I said that this was not quite all the pieces of the puzzle, um, that's what I was referring to, that there is still some, I guess, some information we need to to raise on to exactly how or, or what we are doing. We, we believe this knife, this knife here is, is part of the, the puzzle, but there are also some scrolls that we, that we need that will, will help us. And I, I think those are east of here. And uh, I'm going to attempt to uh, just close the lid of the trunk. Okay. You, you can do so. Okay. And sort of somewhat abruptly, and everyone sort of pulls their, pulls their hands out of the, <laughs> out of the way. Um, and the major just starts touching his chest. Uh, uh, yes, uh, that is, I, I will say whatever it is, so we can destroy this this cult forever. Uh, we we we're gonna help you, gentlemen. Good for yes. for my men. They died destroying this this cult here, so we, we will support you. Excellent. Well, I <laughs> I think we need to get you some uh, some tickets on the uh, on the Orient Express if you are up for for really working through this. Constantinople. Well, you have you have a couple of valid tickets already. <laughs> Well, I don't know if they were carrying their their uh, tickets on them, or if. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the way we the way they were we were playing before, uh, get the stuff and then get out of town as quick as possible. So it's entirely yeah. it's entirely possible the tickets were on them. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> but uh, luckily, Jean Paul has uh, has some money, so. 
And I, I'm still, I think, I feel like I've been confused from the get-go uh, of what we're really trying to do here, but that's fine. But I think it involves seeing the man in, in Constantinople who will who will tell us something about destroying well, me. I think it all started with the first group when the when the professor sent me on this trip. Remember? Absolutely, yeah, Professor Smith. Professor Smith, and uh, he was supporting the the operation also from right. the economic standpoint. And the yep. the let's see. Uh, we're supposed to take it to the Shunned Mosque and then use the manuscripts to destroy it. Yeah. Or we, or, or we could just drive it to Varna and throw it into the Black Sea. Why do we not do this? Right, so that was your other character's desire. The Black Sea is very cold. It is very deep. No one will find it for a thousand years. This, uh, I'm sure it will, it will swim. I'm sure it will come up. So we, we don't have the We don't have... We have one of the scrolls, I thought. The scroll, of the, of the, the scroll of the head, I think. And we don't have any clue, as players anyway, <laughs> where the other scrolls may be. I, I think the may the rem, remember uh, the guy that set the uh, the prison fire mm -hmm. on the train. I mm -hmm. believe he had one of the scrolls. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, uh, because uh, Gary's character. Handed out the the scroll to him, oh, the, the one fake. we had retrieved. Was it the <laughs> fake one? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a copy. Yeah, that was the, that was the whole fake real switcheroo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we're assuming that we'll just show up at the Shunned Mosque in Istanbul and the <laughs> <laughs> scrolls will be there waiting for us. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. So, uh, so yeah. So I think we should uh, leave as as quickly as as we can for uh, <clears throat> for Constantinople. Well, uh, was there someone else we're supposed to meet with here? Lloyd would know that we met. We found the professor. We, that was to get the head, and I guess that was it. And he's he's dead. Well, there's, there's someone we're supposed to meet in in Istanbul, right? Isn't there? Right. Yeah. Like like a long time ago, <laughs> somebody told yeah. us about someone who could help us or was waiting for us or something like that. Yep, I believe that is true. So it's not on these notes here, but let's see. Oh. Nope. Professor Demir in Constantinople. What is that? Oh no, that's that's uh that's a flashback. We may have to look to the uh oh wait, okay. Police. So that's a flashback to eighteen ninety-three. Man called Roger Smith. 
so that's the yeah. So we this is a flashback that we that at least Lloyd and JP lived through. That was in Constantinople. Well, if there's a name that you have, I mean, even if well, it's, it's, from, it's from 1893, so it's possible. Yeah. So there's this uh, Matthew Pook, student of Professor Demir. And a, uh, so Professor Demir is a is a colleague of Professor Smith's, and Pook was a young man thirty years ago, and he's he got the fez stuck to his head, and there ended up being a bunch of shooting in a surprise move. Smith will fund us via the largesse of Baron von Hoffler. So maybe Professor Demir is who we need to look for. It's one person we can look for in um, in Istanbul. If he's still alive, I think he would be a good person to look for. Or maybe his research. Yeah. It's been 30 years he might be alive. Who knows? Duke is thrown out of the train as Hugo Burns. <laughs> Duke went into a gorge. Very good. Um, JP starts to copy Arabic version of the scroll. So that's when we got the... Yeah, I feel like we need to sort of look through our, our papers... <laughs> as we're uh, riding on the train and just sort of see what all we have in uh, scroll-wise. I will, I will turn to, to my men and tell them, uh, listen, uh, this is beyond your, your responsibilities to the police and uh, even to... With with all that just happened back in the cave, I I, I won't impose authority over you, uh, my friends. So it is up to you to to join me on this new quest, or you can stay behind. I'll leave it to you. Well, <coughs> you know that. Uh... I'm, I'm behind you ever since you saved us in that one <laughs> incident incident <laughs> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, how dare you even suggest uh, that we would leave? You're the boss. The, the mayor smiles with satisfaction and says, all right, so let's, let's get ready. Say, say your goodbyes and, uh, we don't know for how long are we going to be doing this. And uh, I have a lot of letters to write, so I'll do that during our trip in the train. Okay. Yeah, I guess I will go and uh, get ready for, for this trip. 
So gather all the papers on the cult we have, put it on a folder, you know, maybe see if we can have some cross-references with uh, whatever they have and, you know, gather even more information. Clean clothes, not a police uniform. Yeah, it's really used to, to shower, I think. Uh, if you, please. <laughs> okay, so you can gather some supplies and say your farewells. And wait for the next Orient Express, which leaves, say, at about 5 p.m. Oh, very good. Travels onward to Constantinople. Arrive in about half past 12 the next afternoon. Ah, so we get a full night. Mm-hmm. Excellent. The police characters, um, what are you going to be taking with you? I'll be taking um, my shotgun. <laughs> my revolver, my set of lucky brass knuckles <laughs> that I took off my first collar when I just started as a policeman. They're quite old now, but very good for tenderizing. Um, ammo for the shotgun, ammo for the handgun, pocket knife, breath mints, identification, my police badge, why not? Handkerchief, matches, electric torch. Pocket watch, reading glasses, and cigarettes. Sounds good. And maybe a nice book. <laughs> now we get a um, rifle, a pistol, papers from the investigation of the cult, and. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pistol, submachine gun, and my lucky gardening shears. With a, and my, and my, my idea as policeman, just in case it get useful down the road. What's your attack roll with the gardening shears? <laughs> Surprisingly high. That's what I thought. <laughs> Okay. Yes, the, the brass knuckles too. <laughs> I will pack them. Major, did you explain to Lloyd and Jean Paul what happened in the caves? Yes, I did. I gave them a summary of uh, what we remember happened and how all the friends died. 
we shouldn't have surprised Lloyd at all. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, the, uh, the colonel will surely be missed. I wonder if I even knew Peter. I think probably not. No, I don't think you ever got to meet him. No, and I I don't expect there was a lot of love lost with Zelda. So <laughs> you will miss her tea, though. Clearly, the clearly the problem that you folks have been having this whole time is you've been traveling with too many gypsies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They do. They luck. do tend to attract bad luck. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Blame the gypsies. Uh, what are you? Oh, that right, right. Yeah, that was brilliant to be able to have that. <laughs> uh, where does Peter start? Yeah, so he doesn't know Peter. Uh, overlapped with Zelda. Did you know the colonel? Didn't know Ogilby. And didn't know the colonel. So it's really just Lloyd. Oh, so who cares? <laughs> oh, you, you mean that, uh, that short gypsy woman? All the, with all the smelly teas. Hmm. Yes. You seem to have picked up some... Some strange traveling companions <clears throat> you have, Lloyd. Just shrugs. <laughs> Lloyd, with like the biggest bout of survivor's guilt in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I stay in the hotel room, someone dies. <laughs> That's right. Keep doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, it seems we should be sharing. So we have we have hours uh, in the evening, and then the next day to to share the some of the various written evidence with uh, with the officer and his men, mm -hmm. and get them sort of more fully into the fold of you know, this craziness. And I I, just, I still feel that Jean-Paul was, was doing something vaguely researchy in the... Even, even when we just had him wake up, I think for some reason... Did he have a book to read? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, is that he had a book to read. Um, but it could not have been an Arabic book, so he doesn't speak Arabic. 
Uh, yeah. I, okay. Waking. He spends the day reading, eating, and making travel arrangements to head east. That's all fine. Well, anyway. <laughs> yes. Look, looking, looking through our stuff for for scrolls that might seem useful once we get to the. Uh, and I guess we should look uh, look at our tour tour book for. Uh, for this mosque, now that we're getting close, Traveler's Companion. Constantinople. The city of mosques, good, good, so there's no shortage of them. So... Would you like to board the train? Yes. Lloyd, who was uh, who has been following us recently? What sorts of ne'er do wells have been uh, on our tracks? Well, it's it's been quite quiet recently. Oh, good. But, uh, we managed to kick them off our trail. Huh. Either that or someone's been taking them out for us. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, perhaps it was this this local cult that the police seemed to have exploded. So so Major, you've been uh three years tracking these, these cultists. In your in your city, yes, very what evil, sort, very evil what group. Sort, what sorts of things have they been uh, getting up to? Uh, a lot of uh, mutilations and kidnapping. Oh, Fortunately, uh, we believe we we found the 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 people that were kidnapped back in the cave, or their remains on a pile of bones. Uh, yes. Well, this uh, skinless they have done. This skinless cult has been around us since the beginning. I believe even in uh, even in Paris, we uh, we ran into uh, a man who a skinned man in the library. Must be uh, quite a large, quite a large group. Well, they they were, you know, the, the things they were doing here. They were, uh, we I don't recall running into something like that specifically. Uh, they were removing skin from from body parts, like uh, yeah. uh, they would remove the skin from an arm, things like that. But not, you know, skin and men completely. Well, I feel like that's just a, a matter of degree, don't you? I mean, once you're skinning a person, you're really beyond the pale. Well, it seems like uh, the disease has spread through Europe, according to what you were saying then. Yes, yes, that's what I'm what I'm getting at and that we need to be careful. There's also this uh some some sort of fez cult which 
may or may not be related to the skinless people. They have these, and I sort of look around suspiciously at all the fezzed men on the train. They have these <laughs> this fezzes that that clamp onto their heads and do something to their brains. Has the mayor run into something like that, Jonathan? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't recall. So, okay, have, have you actually boarded the train? I thought so. Oh, okay, right. I, I, I thought you were still standing around chatting in the sort of hotel. Okay, oh, so, no. yeah. um, so uh, Jean-Paul and Lloyd, obviously kind of used to this, by now, but uh, the Major, Jan and Toma, I'm going to assume you probably haven't travelled on the Orient Express before. No, that's probably way above my pay grade. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, you, 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 get to the, you get to the station and Jean-Paul goes off and organises some tickets for you and you just, you look around and you see all these, all these people dressed in fancy clothes with vast arrays of luggage around them and feels somewhat strange to be, well, A, out of uniform and B, waiting to board the most luxurious train on the planet. (laughs) Monsieur Jean-Paul, I'm afraid I feel a little bit underdressed. I wasn't expecting this luxury on a trip. Ah, yes, well, one one of the secrets of, of, of luxury is you pretend that it uh, that you belong there, and people will overlook anything. But uh, perhaps uh, perhaps my man here can help you out. He's he's quite a genius. Um, and uh, Henri will uh, will find a a nice cravat or a, a silk scarf, something to uh, to make him look like he has a little a little <laughs> splash of elegance, uh, and just happens to be wearing uh, old clothes because it's his. Uh, his want to do so and not because he's poor. Maybe a, a little diamond uh, on the on the watch chain or something. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. I, I, this is helpful. I feel I feel more elegant. Ah, yes, you look uh, you look much sharper now. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the uh, the folks on the train will. Well, uh... oh, you should enjoy it. They have uh, very fine food, even even here, even this far east. They've managed to me- uh, bring with them some some excellent chefs. I, I look towards my men to see if, if they are, you know, if they're feeling comfortable around all these people. They are struck dumb by all the opulence. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the major feels pretty, oh, so pretty. Right. <laughs> okay, so you you go through the usual for some of you uh, embarking procedures. Uh, you get shown to your your berths. Um, going to assume. You have the trunk in 
one of your rooms. Yeah, I think I will take a room with uh, with Lloyd and the trunk and Henri. Okay. So I, can you see the train plans? Uh, I don't have them open right now, but... Uh, i put them in the chat. Oh, like that. You're so good to us. So, Monsieur Jean-Paul, assuming that what you're saying is true and uh, the disease of this call has spread through all Europe, then maybe we should be prepared for another attack of the cult now that we have uh, taken their precious head from their hands. Yes, yes, I think that is... Uh is a reasonable assumption. All right, man, we, we, we need to be prepared. So, don't let your guards down, okay? You got it, don't Major. Let... Never, sir. Very well. Okay, so, you board the train, you get um, assigned to rooms. So, Let's see, is that, is that you put in Henri in his own single Without bath? a bathroom. He gets a, just a, yeah. Okay. We can servant's room. Yep. Yep. Um, let's see, where shall we put, can, can the others all see this map? I'm trying to pull it up now. probably do is put the major in here and the other two in here yeah. fair enough okay so you get shown to your rooms and well Lloyd and John Paul you know about all the amenities you certainly know that the uh, saloon car is a good place to to get a drink and discuss things as you head towards Constantinople. Yes. Yes, we can sit in that little corner. Uh, <clears throat> and chat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make copies of these, so just so we can see where your rooms are. I feel like things are going to get crazy <laughs> since we're pulling out the miniatures. <laughs> we always do this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you must you must be misremembering. That's okay. You've been through a lot. <laughs> is it safe to be going into the saloon car major perhaps we should just stay hold <laughs> up in our rooms here
certainly we don't want to be out in public where where they could find us easier. Hmm. Uh, we should we should try to mingle with the rest of the passengers. Uh, actually, we we need to see if we see some uh, suspicious activity on the train. So, what what are you saying, uh, Monsieur Jean Paul? People with uh, faces. Well, as you can see, that's everybody. Uh, there's a lot of people with fezes headed to uh, Constantinople, but uh, there are are a few people. It's um, you can uh, you can make spot hidden rolls if you want to see if any of them seem to be disturbingly knitted to their heads. Pass. Uh, no. Let me check. No pass. Ooh, pass. <laughs> seem to be, seem to be regular. Oh, I do speak Arabic. Huh. Never mind. Well, I was wondering about that because John Paul was the one who translated the scroll to begin with. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I, he speaks a lot of languages, and I had to, I had to move over to the end of the sheet to add. <laughs> Did I, did I, uh, it was a little weird, but did Jean-Paul get to roll ticks from before he was so, um, injured? Well, let's, let's have you settle down in the saloon car, yes. order a drink, <laughs> of course. and Jeez. you may roll your ticks if you have any. All right. Well... Randall, Jim, and I have an easy job. No ticks. <laughs> so, for successfully recovering the head of the Sedefgal Simulacrum, gain 1d4 sanity points. Three. <laughs> One point. Four points. Hey, look at you get sane. Luck. Getting one point of luck. And now correct me if I'm wrong, since I don't think this has ever happened in a game before, but I can go above my starting sand, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And furthermore, for completing the Sedefkar Simulacrum, gain an additional 1d4 sanity points. Wow. One. Nice. Three points. So since I made a spot hidden roll like 30 seconds before you said to roll (laughs) (laughs) this. Yeah, yeah, go for it. (laughs) Oh, yay. So apparently all the Arabic translating did uh, Jean-Paul some good. Um, Let's see, in, in... Sorry, um... In in actual fact, all of the police characters, you can you can roll ticks for your firearms because I'm fairly sure you all blasted some things in those caves. Um, Ooh, seven points, nice. 
Nice. Okay. Three points. It's a 1d10, right? Or 1d6? 1d10? 1d10. So as the train pulls out of Sophia, you can relax in luxury. Brilliant. So let's see if we can find this Arabic book. As the train rolls through the countryside, the sun sets, and you realize you have a long journey ahead of you to Constantinople. Yes. There's some. Yep. You can. You can order snacks if you want now. There's certainly that available, and the uh, the bar is very well stocked. You look around the saloon car, and you see you see people dressed dressed up very finely, drinking wine and chatting, and enjoying the atmosphere. Um, major and Jan and Tomi, you can't help but notice you get a couple of strange looks from some of the passengers. <laughs> but no one's certainly no one's rude enough to say anything. I will just I will stare them down and sniff at them. Uh, the mayor will just ignore all, all that. He he's here for for a job, so that's what he has in his mind. So, I 
So and you know what? During the training, what I will do is try to read the actual papers that the mayor had. Um, see if there's any important information that we haven't shared with the group. Okay. So uh, most of your investigation obviously concerned the, the missing people and the the murders and mutilations. Um, you had had very little success in actually um, you know, apprehending and interrogating people behind it. So you you really had little clue of their motivations. You assumed it was um, related to you know, um, slave trade of young women, but um, no one no one in the in the Sofia police force really really believed your um, hypothesis that it was a sort of organized and I think there was a lot of effort to to cover it up because it was no one was any any nearer to actually working out what was going on they didn't want unnecessary panic okay so many of the official reports would have been censored and covered up All right. So my free time, I'm going to read the notes they have then. Okay. Get yes. up to speed mm-hmm. with everything they have done and researched. Yeah. That's basically sort of all the handouts and things in the in the notes mm-hmm. we have. You can mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to look around nervously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I guess I'll pull out my book that I brought. I'm just start reading and wait until the major tells us to do something. <laughs> I am going well, to look around nervously and not be distracted by anything. <laughs> I actually, you books know, books and papers uh, and all this nonsense. Nope. I um, I feel like I know what this these evil guys smell like, and I will definitely be keeping my nose open for them. Okay, so you continue to read, look around nervously, and wait. Um, eventually, dinner is is served, and um, members of staff come around and say, "Dinner is being served in the dining room. If you would care to make your way." Very well. I just follow the major. I go where he goes. <laughs> Me too. 
Okay. So you head through to the sleeping car, a sleeping car, a dining car even. Um, what are you going to do with, with Lloyd? Lloyd is stuck, mind in the trunk. With Henri, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless he wants to join us, and but seems like he's been hmm. really wanting to hang out with the trunk. So, well, if this thing is really all that important, Major, perhaps it's best that one of us stay with it. I agree. We should uh, take rounds. Yes, that sounds like a great idea for you. I'll start. <laughs> Yes, that's fine. Okay. We can we can switch off. Whoops. Whoops. Tomo, you're going to uh, to go and sit on the trunk with a uh, Lloyd. Yep. Okay. So Major Yan and Yonpool, you um treated to a rather sumptuous dinner. Very noisy in the dining car. There's lots of lots of chatter between the guests and the um, clink of glasses and cutlery on plates. It's nice for you, Jean-Paul, as the, the smells coming from the dining car are so inviting. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Much better than the hospital food. Mm. I mean, I did just eat here yesterday as well, but... (laughs) Toma, make a spot-hidden roll, then. Okay. Oops. Uh, I do not spot the things which are hidden. Okay. You almost thought for a tiny fraction of a second when you when you looked over to the window, you thought there was a a face outside. But you now you look again, you see just countryside rolling by. We're on a train moving at speed. That would be ridiculous. Of course, there's no one standing outside. <laughs> ah, so, Mr. Edwards, you are American? I have never met an American. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I spent a lot of time in Italy recently. I have never been to Italy. I have never been outside the Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told. You can small talk away. I'm, I'm not going to role play uh, Lloyd's character. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, 
So we'll just be there hanging out. Okay. Others in the dining car continue to eat. Uh, have a nice chicken liver pate to start. Mm. Then they bring out nice well-cooked filet mignon, or rather well-cooked in the sense that it is not well done. Um, (laughs) Rather nice garlicky and creamy dauphinoise potatoes. They're your favourite, (laughs) Jean-Paul. They do do make a fine sauce here. The wine is poured. You can chat with your new friends. So this is probably the best meal Jan's ever had in his entire life. (laughs) (coughs) As you sit there and eat your main courses, um... Make spot in rolls. No, very focused on the food. You'll fail. Um, what was the roll again? What are we doing for? Spot hidden. Spot hidden. Ah, one. There we go. Um, (laughs) I knew I was good at something as a policeman. Yeah, and you see, you see one of the one of the waiters um, sort of looks a bit strange. His his eyes are somewhat glazed, and he's he's lumbering down the uh, uh, the corridor between the the dining booths towards you. I keep my eye on him. Okay. Slip my hand into my pocket and. Uh grasp my brass knuckles. Okay. And as he reaches your table, he he turns to your table, and you see him pull out a kitchen knife and lunge towards you. Alright, I smash him in the face. <laughs> okay. And make a, uh, make a dodge roll. See if you uh, dodge out the way. Dodges a success with a, by half, a hard success. Okay, let me see how he does in his attack roll. Yep, you easily dodge out the way. And you can get a punch him back. Yep, so that's a success for... Three, one d four plus one. That's two, three, four, five, six damage. Six damage. That's that's with your brass knuckles, I take it, is it? Yeah. Okay, so because I rolled a I rolled a two on my d three damage. Yep, yep. I rolled a d I rolled a three on my d four damage bonus, and then a plus one. 
Nice. Okay. So, yeah, Jean-Paul Vassil, you see, um, you see this, um, this waiter sort of pull out a large um, kitchen knife and lunge towards Jan, who just deftly dodges out the way and then counteracts with a massive great punch that you hear, you hear a crack noise as this uh, set of brass knuckles smashes into the side of his face and the waiter goes goes flying backwards um, onto another table and just knocks all the glasses and plates everywhere. And you see he's, he's out cold and, and his nose is broken. There's blood streaming down it. And then the, the dining car just erupts into pandemonium as the, the diners around you start screaming and the, uh, you see the other, the other waiters and the uh, conductors come, start coming rushing over. I pull out, I pull out my badge. Um, I'm, I'm a policeman, don't worry. This, this man attacked us. One of the other diners jumps up and says, It's true, I saw him! The waiter tried to stab him with a knife! What, what kind of service is this? <laughs> it's the Orient Express! <laughs> um, and so I just take to pulling the guy off of the table and, you know, putting his arms behind his back. The one thing I didn't bring was handcuffs. Damn it. Sorry about that. Coffin fit. Um, okay. <clears throat> so the, uh, you see the stuff come over and they very apologetic and they, <laughs> not entirely sure what's going on. Um, Who is this man? He's a, uh, um, Do any of you know his name? He's, <laughs> oh, this is... he's 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 one of our most trusted members of staff. He's 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 been with us for twenty years. Really? Huh? Well, uh, we're we're not there, right? Just uh, Jim Paul and. Uh... Young, no, I believe. Uh, uh, I thought the major no, was no. there. Yeah, everyone except it's for it's Lloyd and, and Lloyd and I. Oh, okay. <clears throat> major, how do you want to deal with this? Uh, well, um, I, I <laughs> turn towards whoever <laughs> is representing the the, <laughs> the Orient Express. This this man just attacked. So I will. I would like to have a. a, a a quick talk. We're escorting this gentleman uh, from Bulgaria, and I show him my, my badge. So I would like to know why uh, he just attacked attack him. Um, and and then we'll turn him to the police. Yes, yes, sir. Um, um, uh, you know, you know. Obviously, you you are still in Bulgaria, so you have you have jurisdiction here. You um. Oh, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> you can arrange. Um. Um. Let's um. Let, let, let's escort everyone out of the dining car. I can I can give you a um. Give you a baggage cart to. No, um, no. Yes. Yes. Interrogate yes. Give us just another another place. Uh, we don't want to interrupt the. Uh, 
the rest of the people on the train. Yes, okay. Major, we can we can use the baggage cart and take him to the Let's go, young let's, to let's, the let's, uh the baggage car. I think okay. there might be a good place to do an interrogation. Alright. So you you sort of you drag him uh, the unconscious form of this man out of the dining car. Um go further back through the train to one of the uh the uh, foregone cars and they show you into a uh, one of the baggage Do we, carts. Jonathan? Do we pass by um, our room on the way to the baggage car? I assume. No, this this no? would be going further back. Further back, and yeah. the okay. shortcuts are towards the uh, front. The front. Okay. <clears throat> okay, uh, Jonathan. On the way out, I'm gonna you know look around the room to see uh, you know most of people here should be really scared you know and surprised. Yes. I want to see if someone is kind of remaining calm, kind of assessing the situation. Okay. Um, make a psychology roll. That's a pass. <clears throat> the the calmest person is probably the uh, one of the conductors, but um, he he still seems very shocked and surprised. You you believe that it's genuine surprise that this this man would have attacked you. Mm-hmm. Twenty years, huh? Okay. Yeah, we we, we grab into the room. <coughs> I mean, to the. Okay. Yep. So I've I put Jean Paul going this way as well. Is that do you want to do that or? Um, I was. Torn between that and, and requesting uh, a replating of my dinner. Okay, but, you can uh, certainly do that. Yeah, I think the police have the interrogation in hand. Okay, you can stay in the dining cart. Very well indeed. Okay, Major and Yan, you um, you drag him through the cart, uh, through the dining car, and um, one of the members of the Orient Express staff uh, unlocks the the door to this particular baggage cart. And uh, you then see him him go off to talk to the uh, the guard at the end of the the uh, train and explain that uh, these Officers of the law are going to be conducting an investigation. Please assist them in any way you can. <clears throat> you have the unconscious man in front of you. Okay, I asked for a bottle of water. Cold mm-hmm. water, please. I will work with the steward or whatever to fetch that for him, <clears throat> for the major. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Go to one of the uh, the broom cupboards nearby. Yeah. Uh, get a um, a mop bucket. Uh, fill it up with cold water and bring it back. Okay, I'll grab a glass from from a cart and uh, you know get some water and splash it on his face to wake okay. him up. Ah! 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 My nose. What's going on? You tell us what is going on. 
Oh. Oh my goodness. Uh, the knife. Oh. I don't don't know what what happened. I I'm so sorry. I Oh. What do you mean you don't know what happened? You clearly attack us with with a huge knife. We're trying oh. to kill us. Uh, yes, but I, I don't know why. I'm gonna make a psychology roll. And that's another pass. Normal success. He seems genuinely confused and alarmed. <sighs> There was a face. A hideous, hideous face. Where? I... In the window. Hmm. What kind of face? Oh, it was... It was scarred and, and monstrous and... Oh, there were... Oh, the teeth! Oh! You see him sort of cringe as he... Where was this? Which cart? I was... I was in one of the, the, the pantries and... Um, I, it was outside the train. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, my head. Oh, I'm so sorry. Did, did, he, did, he say, did he say something to you, this face? Yes. Well, right. You, you need to start talking. You're in big trouble. Oh, didn't didn't really say anything, but I it was in my head. And the next thing I know, I'm I'm picking up the knife and I have to have to kill you. Now Do you recall any any features about the face or what it looked like or well it it, it had a look of of anger of hate it, Hideous and terrifying, and and the scars. Scars. Like the flesh had been ripped off. It was. Uh... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, very well. I, I turn to the uh, whoever's authority is here from the Orient Express. We'll have to leave this man here until the next station, and uh, then we'll have to turn to the police. Uh, oh, I'm so, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I just uh, oh, don't know what came over me. 
let's go, you know. Holds mm-hmm. his head in his hands and starts to sob. Uh, let's, let's discuss it with, with Jempo. I tell Jung when we're out of the, of the car. Yes, that's... Um, I, I, I believe he looks more like a victim, if you ask me, Jung. Yes, it seems that way, sir. Um, but you never know. It's the good call keeping him there. Mm-hmm. All right. And we head back to where uh, Jean Paul is having dinner, and okay. uh, I express him my 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 thoughts about this. I believe he. He looks more like a victim, uh, Monsieur. Um, he yeah, described I, uh, he, he he described this face that got into his head. Have you encountered something similar uh, in your during your investigation? Uh, not. Not a face exactly, but there have certainly been uh, people controlled, taken over. There seems to be all sorts of uh, mind control. I'm I'm not really surprised, actually. I'm, I I expected as much when they said he had been with them for twenty years that uh, perhaps somebody had had uh, somehow hypnotized him. But you say it was a beast. Or he says it was a beast. He's yeah, that's what he said. Uh, a man with scars and his flesh, and and outside the train, you say? Yeah, outside, like, the... outside which means he was either flying or he was uh, an illusion. You know. We should quickly go and uh, and check on your man there. Toma. Okay, let's go and talk to Toma. Yes. Finish your meals. Fully at the end of my dinner, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Head towards the uh, the cars, the uh, sleeping sleeping car. Okay. Back already? Yes. Look at him suspiciously. Have Have you seen anything? I I have seen the scenery go by. Hmm. I have seen a porter walk by some number of times. I have seen uh, other guests on the train walk by. Can you be more specific? Well, that's good. Nothing, uh... Anything strange outside the window? Not a thing. Only good. our only our lovely Bulgarian countryside. Mm. <laughs> well, very good. 
And you, Lloyd, also, you need some sleep there. You really should get some rest. Oh, I think he's fine. We have been chatting for a while. He's been telling me of America. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. I, I actually, you know, um, these these cards have windows, right? Yes. And uh, so I will just make him open it and. Uh, and peek through the window outside, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I will do. Okay. I'll open it. Look, uh, you know, for both sides of the, of the train. Okay. Um, as you do so, um, an arm reaches out and attempts to drag you out. Oh, no. <coughs> I grabbed the, the arm. Major! I grabbed the major. I grabbed the major. <laughs> major. Um, can you... Let's see. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're strong and you're big. Okay. Um, <laughs> add your strength to your size. Okay. And if my character sheet is correct, that gives you 165. Correct. <laughs> Okay, um, roll D100. Oh, 94. <laughs> oh, dear. I feel like it's something complicated, like you subtract the 65 from the roll and compare it to 100 or something. There's some goofiness. Well... When these things are over 100, but... Um, as the rest of you see the major just gets pulled through the window (laughs) I'm amazed he fit no (laughs) carried kicking and screaming out of sight although the screams stop shortly (laughs) what character ever He only gets like what two boxes on the on the chart. <laughs> Can the rest of you please roll sanity? <laughs> we just see him jump that's out a, the window. That's a success. I don't know what's going on? It's uh, a fail. Jan, why didn't you grab him? You were not. Fast I tried. Enough. I said I grabbed him, but I wasn't fast uh, I, enough. I'm assuming one of you closes the window. Yes. <laughs> and then I promptly pull out my shotgun from <laughs> the bed. Um, and no, that might be a no, good place actually, to, uh, to finish. <laughs> no, we're, we're not closing the window. That's ridiculous. Yeah, We're, we're looking out the window. Okay. Right. I'm going to take, take Jan's arm... And I'm going to look out the window. Where the hell did the major go? <laughs> yeah, I hold on with both hands to your other arm. Fair enough. Um, as you do so... Do I see his body, like, bumping down you see, the hillside? You see, or? A, you see a creature. You see a creature standing uh, 
on the side of the train, sort of, it's it's shaped, it's humanoid. It has a, a hideous scarred face and a, a sneer as it looks at you and it grins and then it throws something at you. And you see it's the severed head of the Major. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> gun, give me a gun. Make it. Make another sanity roll. Gun, give me a gun. I hand him my revolver <laughs> as he's making a sanity roll. Ninety. No, that's a fail. Oh, as, as uh, that's uh, Toma, is it? Yep. You lose one d six. What was the fan loss for failing the first one? Uh, it's only one. The first one was was one d three if you failed. All right, that is one. <clears throat> and uh, that might be a good place to end this session. Wow! <laughs> Shortest trial for any character ever. <laughs> hey, I think we might be even on characters now. Once yeah, we have a new one. So. Yes, I, I'm not so. the, I don't have the most dead anymore. <laughs> oh man! That, I I, wow. I sure like the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good character. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Brutal. <laughs> I think was you actually had a pretty good chance of um of resisting that given your strength and size, but yeah. Um, 95 didn't help, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. Exactly. <laughs> okay, oh, so God. we end with, with Toma um, and poking his head out with a revolver that's just been hastily handed to him. Ready to take a shot. Works for me. That's 